Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the 19096 Podcast. I'm John. He is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. And we can forget this. We can't forget the esteemed, the exuberant Evan the Giants fan who will join us momentarily. We are two Eagles fans, and this is a podcast about the Eagles and how our life kind of revolves around the Eagles. And for the record, and I know I've said this before, but we have a we have a whole slew of new listeners out there. So I just want to make this totally clear. We are not the ones who ate the horse manure during the Super Bowl parade. Swear to God. How how much how a slew? How many is that? Is that single figures, double figures? I think we're in the to the triples now at this point. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. Wow. Especially after this game. You know, we were uh, you know, dealing with market one uh, a market one football team. So, you know. Uh, lots of listeners out there. Yes, this is a football podcast, but it's not strictly football. Uh, there are lots of football podcasts out there, but it's probably better to tell you what we are not. We are not X's and O's. We're not a betting show. We aren't fantasy football. No mock drafts, no power rankings, no game film review. We are two knuckleheads, but this week we're three knuckleheads, and we might yell at each other. No guarantees. Last thing we will never do is make predictions. Why did you see the game this past weekend? That's uh, John, they pull, they pull you in, and then they play with your emotions. Oh, my God. Rick is coming to you live from the 6-1 Yo, a.k.a. Bryn Mawr, just outside of Philly. Me, the Napa Valley, home of Vermeil Wines. Evan is just down the coast in Dana Point, California. Uh, you know, Evan, are you on? Did it work this time, or do we need to – can we cancel the tech segment and later in the show? Yeah, it looks like we still got to do the tech segment later in the show. Um, Is it? Isn't Evan in tech? <laughs> well, you know, uh, sort of, kind of, kind of, maybe, not, yeah, maybe, you know. Um, okay. Then he's trying to flip on and off, and I bet you it doesn't work. Uh, but alas, Evan, we will get you on one way or another. Um, I, <laughs> Evan's going in and out, in and out. Evan, just come on as a. Uh, <laughs> You can hear me, but you can't talk back to me, uh, Rick. Uh, and maybe, maybe we want it that way this week. Uh, yeah, after what happened. Uh, on that note, Rick, do you want to fire the first shot on our uh, review of this week's game? Yes. So let me review this week's game, John. Can I tell you that um, a Chick Fil A is coming to Wayne, Pennsylvania? <laughs> That's oh well. It's f- funny you should say that. Let's. Uh, they they, they turned <laughs> down our Chick Fil A in our area because it has a drive-through. So oh. we're we're a little disappointed right, in that. But right next to Manel's. But that'll tell you how much um, I want to talk about this game. So, you know, my whole theme is, you know, the Eagles just play with your emotions. Like the beginning of the year, it was, oh, geez, this is going to be a long year. And then, you know, the past couple of games, a running game. Oh, you know, and then we start talking about playoffs. Playoffs. Um. And then the Eagles go up to the Meadowlands and just lay an egg. Um, it was just bad. Um, separate out the whole Jalen Rager, you know, not catching two touchdown passes. Um, separate out the penalties that brought back the touchdowns that we had. I mean, it was just, uh, it was not good. You know, the first half was punt. Oh, these were the drives for the Eagles. Punt. Interception, punt, interception. Like, how bad is that? Uh, yeah, it's 
Oh, okay. So has has Rager been cut yet? Can I? Can we find that out? Unfortunately, not. Okay. He's still with the team. He has hands like a digital watch. Think about that, and it'll make he, sense. Yep, I, I fell for that one already. I don't think Evan, the Giants <laughs> fan, has figured out how to get on just yet. Uh, yeah. I would I would agree with you. Yes. Uh, J- okay. Let's uh, let's go let's go there with Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager had the most targets of anybody on the Philadelphia uh, receiving core. Seven targets, two receptions. Like, I, and I realize like some of the plays are called from you know there's a scramble drill or you know what have you, and you got to throw to him. But oh my gosh, that guy is. He's just, uh, he's not good. Um, so, so the one thing I want to like address is everyone kind of, you know, people are getting a lot of hubbub over, you know, the, the folks from the, from the front office are calling plays and things like that. I wish it was that easy. Like Howie, you know, we can blame it on Howie or Lurie that they're calling plays from the clubhouse level in the, 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 the stadium. They're not, they're not. I just think Sirianni is really trying to force the ball to right well I, I think the reason why he's trying to force the ball to him is you know like howie and and um i think the reason why he's in there for so many snaps and it's not just like you're you're not up for it buddy um you know go back to the practice squad is that he was picked to the first round by the eagles right can you hear me now oh yes holy shit we did it this app is about as good as your offense. <laughs> uh, that's a great way um, to bring yourself on. Well, job well done. So that's it. So that's it for today's podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh no, Rick, you're not getting off that easy. Uh, yeah. Well, it was. I mean, I think this game between the Eagles and the, the Giants set football back a couple of years. I mean, how many, where do we begin? How many chances did you guys have to win that game? I think the Giants were playing like 10 practice squad guys on defense. It was <laughs> ridiculous. I, I, I honestly, like, I was, so I was sitting there watching the game with our uh, pro bono director of research. And he, he saw, like, the, the I, I started becoming that guy in the bar because I, for, so since I'm out in California, I don't get it at home because I didn't splurge on the, on direct TV and the Sunday ticket and all that Jimmy jazz. So I was that guy at the bar yelling at the TV this past week. That's how bad it got. And I kept yelling at the TV like an idiot. And keep in mind, this is probably a Modelo and a, um, and a uh, bloody Mary in run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Right. Let's talk about that. I mean, Boston Scott, that guy has become the new giant killer. Not, not, and, not this time. <laughs> until, until he fumbles. Well, right. In the, still, in less than two minutes still, left. You got first and goal in the one. Like, hey, let's, let's throw the ball. And let me throw an interception. It's like, <laughs> right. what is going on here? Right. Yeah. It's, it's the, uh, the Giants are 26 against the run. So let's, let's uh, work on our passing game. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? Well, let's just let's just throw a bit. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are the Eagles just gifting the Giants this game? It was like one folly after another. It's unbelievable. 
I mean, if you take into consideration the the interceptions, the drop passes, and the uh, the penalties that pulled, you know, that called back a, a touchdown, I think the the Eagles gave the Giants six opportunities to win this game. Well, I, the the thing about it was, <laughs> I mean, we turned the ball over four times, and we still almost won. <laughs> Like, <laughs> right. You knew, we were, Giants, uh, you knew when the Giants would cover that fumble, I'm like, the Eagles are going to get it right back. They're going to get it right back. Right. Right. And we, uh, we literally got down to, at the, at the end, we were at the, the Giants 27 uh, on that fourth down when Rager dropped the pass. Um, and we really didn't even have to go. We didn't even have to throw to the end zone. So uh, I don't know. Well, the irony... Yeah, he's your new he's your new uh, Nelson Aguilar. I guess. <laughs> yes. the, the irony is that like uh, Rager was, or sorry, uh, Jalen was Jalen Hurts was off target all day, but those two passes were spot on. Like they couldn't have been in a better location. That's like the cruel, unfortunate irony uh, of that. Yeah, they couldn't have been in a better a better spot. Like Jalen Rager's hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it looked like Earth even like took a little bit off that pass, that last fourth, fourth down play. Like, all right, you know what? I got this. Look at my guy wide open on the goal line. Now, let me, let me um, ask you this. Had he caught the ball, momentum probably would have took him back out of the end zone. So do they have enough time to run down, spike the ball, and run another play? Uh, I mean, yeah, they, yeah they, they had the time. They had 24 seconds. Okay. Um. But that, that's one thing I, I did kind of bring up in our text chain back and forth is, and hopefully, you know, Sirianni is aware of this. If you become a running team, you got to hold on to all your timeouts at the end of that fourth quarter. Bingo. Right. Because right. if you rely on the run, uh, which they had to, because the who was it? One of the Giants players came out and just said it in the post game. We were going to force uh, Jalen Hurts to beat us with, a, with, his, with his arm. Yeah, I don't know why other teams haven't done that before. I like, don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're part, all like, run, 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 run the ball. I mean, part of it, I think, you, I think the the offensive line of the Eagles is that strong. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I think across. Obviously, now that uh, that Jack Driscoll's out and they have to put Herbig in at right guard, uh, I think they're still, you know, one of the top two or three offensive lines in the game right now. Yeah. Um. Oh, you dominate. You dominate the line. I mean, the Giants were just, it's like you <laughs> ran and will. I mean, come on. You, you run up 200 yards on the ground. You, you got to win a fall, football game. <laughs> well, especially, I mean, the Giants had, the, we t- the Giants had four three and outs. <laughs> yeah. So add insult to injury, right? Right. <laughs> Three three plays minus eight yards, three plays one yard, three plays minus fourteen yards, uh, and three plays five yards. <laughs> it, I mean, the game was there for the taking, and it's it was just like the Eagles, like, nah, we don't want to win this week. So I mean, it, it was it was truly um, remarkable to watch because I'm just like, how were they possibly a still in this game, b winning it, and? Three, could they possibly pull this out of their ass? Yes. I, 
I, I love Evan all throughout the game in the text chain. Evan's like, I know they're get, the Giants are going to screw it up. The Giants are going to screw it up. Like the total reverse psychology, you know, thinking there. That was that was very well played. Yeah, but right. I mean, if you know, if Rager catches that ball, game over. You kick the extra point, you win again on the buzzer. It's ridiculous. This is and this is like Eagles like fandom in a nutshell. The 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 one game this year where. Everyone's picking the Eagles to win. No one's picking the Giants, and the Eagles just go up there and just like lay an egg. I mean, the moment yeah. that Eagles fans get excited, confident, oh my God, that last game, you know, Hurts uh, is feeling himself. He's got the moves. He's throwing dimes. He's hitting, he's hitting, uh, uh, you know, uh, Devontae Smith. None of that happened this week. It just—it's like someone just like the last, the previous like two or three weeks just disappeared out of thin air, and he was back to what he was in like week four, just taking a dump on the field. Yeah, it, that it, mo- at least you're on the road. I mean, for us last year, our moment came. We went up to Seattle, won a big game. We're like, holy shit, maybe we've turned the corner. Go back to Giant Stadium and just get obliterated by the Cardinals. It was like, eh, okay, we still stink. You know, the one difference this week with the Eagles is what was the one player that didn't play this week? Jordan Howard. We had Miles Sanders in there, and he's just like dances around. Jordan Howard just gets the ball, and he just like basically runs straight ahead and bowls people over. Um, Yeah, but didn't Sanders have a big game? uh, uh, Not big enough. Is that the right answer? (laughs) He had some big plays. I mean, it seems like. John, I think if I put the ball in your hand, you could have ran through some of those holes. I, and that goes back to like the, the 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 offensive line for the Eagles is the best unit is one of the best units in all of the NFL right now because they still excel even no though they question. have a subpar quarterback. And you know, honestly, it's it's I don't think people realize this. It's really hard for an offensive line to block for three different types of running backs. Um, that's not, that's not easy. Well, I mean, come on. When Jalen Hurts has a quarterback rating of 17.3. I, mean, I didn't know that was possible. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I mean, I if you know, I don't think he can go negative on that score, but I mean he's he sure came close. Um yeah, Seth Joyner said on the postgame show that in one of those plays where um Rager dropped the ball, he saw on the replay that when the ball hit his hands, his uh, Rager's eyes were closed. <laughs> oh yeah, he like, basically yelled at the audience, like, "Like, open oh, your junk. eyes, open your eyes!" Right, yeah. right, right. It's like kind of hard to catch the ball when your eyes are closed. Yep. What'd you guys think of his uh, post press? Rager's. Uh, yeah. So what do you, I mean? What's he gonna say? Right. I mean, th- this goes back to kind of the whole role right. of. Uh, post-game press conferences where it's just nothing but coach and player speak. And they just, you know, they're media trained at this point. They, they know what to say and what not to say. And, um, yeah, you know, all the fun true. has been taken out of like post-game press conferences at this point. Yeah. Well, I think also Rager was kind of like, I better say the right things or I'm going to have to walk back to Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, and, and he was probably also worried like, Hey, can you make, you know, I'm surprised you didn't say during the press conference, like, hey, can you make sure the bus is still here that they didn't leave me? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. But you know what, though? As much as they want to use Ray, and Rager was 
horrible. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, Hearns makes a bad place down the, you know, in the, in giant territory, like really bad. Yeah. Those two picks were um, just inexcusable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Part of that's play calling, you know, part of that's hurts. I mean, here's the thing. We're a running team. We get the ball down on the one yard line and we're throwing a pass. Like, what are we doing? Um, so I just, you know, some of those play calls are like, you know, highly suspect. Um, and this, you, you bring up one of my biggest pet peeves of all time in football. And this happens on fourth and inches or goal line. You're on the half inch line. Why, why, why do you go into shotgun? Why do you, you put yourself five <laughs> yards behind where you got to be automatically. Like that, to, right. that, that is one of those things. I will yell at the TV in the yeah. bar, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're on the one yard line, it's just like line up, you know, go straight ahead. Yep. If that doesn't work. Line up, go straight ahead. I mean, if you Jordan Howard, in, that shit. Yeah. If, yeah. If you can't get it, if, <laughs> if you can't get it in for the one yard line, like two or three times, you should just pack it up and go home. Uh, I mean, you knew something was up when the Giants call again, right on the on the goal line. No, let's throw a pass, and a guy off the practice squad from South Philly catches it on his <laughs> knee pads. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, okay, we got something brewing here in the Meadowlands. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it was just it was bad all the way around. So. So let's jump into – so this is an interesting twist on a uh, regular segment we have is basically who gets credit for the loss win. So this week, since we have a Giants fan on – so for so what it would be for, for Rick and I, who are Eagles fans, who gets credit for the loss? Well, for Evan, the Giants fan this week, it'll be who gets credit for the win. So, Rick, I'll start with you. From an Eagles standpoint, who gets credit for the loss? Yeah, I mean, I think it goes, you know, 33% for Hertz, yeah, 33% for Sirianni, 33% for Rager, and 1% for Gritty, the Flyers mascot. <laughs> or Gritty. Gritty. He always, he's always the scapegoat. So for me, for who gets credit for the loss, uh, I'm going to give 10% for each of the interceptions that uh, uh, that hurts through. So that's 30% hurts, right? You have three interceptions. Was it four? It was three. Uh, I give three. three. I will equal that uh, 30% to Sirianni for his god-awful play calling. And the balance can go to your boy, Rick, Jalen Rager, for dropping two passes on the goal line. Way to go, Jalen. Yeah. Evan, so, yeah, so Evan, who gets credit for the win on your side? Okay, well, definitely 50% Jalen Reagan. Um, uh, Rager, please, if you're going to tarnish me, yeah, Reagan. this guy's reputation, please yeah. pronounce his name correctly. Yeah, Reagan was the president. He's not yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Your boy, okay, your boy Jalen, he gets 50%. And uh, 50%, I got to go defense for sure. Jesus, the defense finally stepped up. Uh, you know, a bit of what they were and playing with, like I said, a bunch of practice squad guys, no less. So, a big, a big surprising W in the Meadowlands over our arch rivals. So I'll, you know, 
There you go. There's my there's my uh, credit for the win. All right. Uh, anything else to add on this segment? Probably not. I think we went through all our percentage. We're all up to 100%. So, uh, yes. This is not the math segment, but I was checking yeah, the math Yeah, it all here. checks out. Yes. Uh, John, do you uh, want to look at the announcer game or the announcer? Uh, so, Mark, yeah, Mark Schlereth, uh they were fine, serviceable. I, you know, I didn't, you know, I got, I got nope, no like nope. high notes for them. They were, they were fine, you know, as usual, kind of uneventful. So, yeah, no sideline reporter. You know, you're pretty far down on the totem pole when uh, you don't get a sideline reporter. Yeah, which when it's market one going up against, I think, market five and you're, yeah, no sideline reporter, that's a really bad sign that even in like hu- a huge market game, they're just like, yeah, this one's a stinker. And they were right. Uh, the networks, <laughs> this is one of the few times the networks were right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evan, anything for you for announcers? I mean, how did you enjoy it? Well, yeah, I, I wanted, because for me, it's like, I, I'd rather listen. I, I don't. Who's your guy on? Uh, he's nails on a chalkboard for me. The uh, the Eagles radio guy. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, you're you're, you're kind of stepping into uh, <laughs> sacred territory, calling Merrill Reese nails on no, a chalkboard. No, I, 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 no, the, the guy. He he has unbelievable enthusiasm. So full, no, full props for that guy. But for me, it's like I turn the those guys off and I listen to Jeff Pop. Yeah, he's the radio guy for the Giants. I'd rather listen to him and and. Uh, Carl Banks, you know, so you guys, you know, I, I invite you to do the same because your radio guy, he's definitely, he can bring it. So, Yeah. Well, he's also the guy who, I mean, he's been with the team forever. He did, he was at the Miracle of the Marylands one, like, right. like back in 77 or 78 or whatever that was. How old is that guy? Uh, I, yeah. He's like prehistoric. He's pretty old. I mean, if you figure, you know, that was 23. I mean, he's been doing it for like 45 years, probably. So. Yeah, it's just because he gets so hyped. So when you're watching the play play out and he's just like going bananas on his headset, it's just like, oh, God, really? Here we yes. go again with this guy. As, as I say about Eagles fans, passionate to a fault. <laughs> no, but yeah, now listen, he he brings it every Sunday, so I got to give him props. Right, right. No, he's good. He's good. Uh, John, anything else? No, I think that's kind of I. You know, I just I I just uh, hold Merrill Reese close to my heart, so it pains me to hear someone uh, talk talk with him with such disdain. No, not disdain. It's. <laughs> It's don't get me wrong. You know, like I said, he brings it every Sunday, and 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 he he adds such hype to it. It's kind of like kick me while I'm down kind of thing. That's that's how I view view your uh, your radio guy. So yeah, right, but yeah. no, he's um, he's like I said, it, he's, he's been there a thousand years. Oh, I hope he gets another thousand years with the with the team. Yeah, I can see it from Evan's point. I mean, you know. It probably, you know, whenever you hear his voice, you're like, oh, geez, is this Miracle of the Meadowlands one or two or three? Or <laughs> like, you know, it's like that Pavlovian response. You, you know something bad is about to happen, right? If, if you're a Giants fan. Touchdown, Eagles. It's like a knife through your throat, you know? It's like, oh, God. 
Yeah. Uh, should we move on to the Wentz tracker? Yes, sir. Wentz tracker, Wentz tracker. Oh, yes. Very exciting here. Uh, Carson Wentz is at 792 snaps out of 804. And we estimate he needs to get to about 854 to be 75%. And the Colts are averaging 67 snaps a game. So this next week, he he could be over the uh, the number we need uh, need him to get to. So uh, we're close. We're sixty two snaps away, roughly speaking. Uh, I'm curious if anyone, like on any broadcast, is going to kind of you know have the have the Wentz tracker counter. Like as soon as he like crosses over into like ninety <laughs> percent of those days snaps, like all right, there you go. The Eagles have a uh, first round draft pick. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, I, I, at least Merrill Reese and those guys, you know, I know I, I'm sure that's fingers on the chalkboard when I just said that name, Evan, the Giants fan. Uh, <laughs> well, there's, there's no doubt. I will admit to watching a couple of the Colts games this year with uh, trying, you know, holding my breath that he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, no, you're guilty as charged as well. Yeah. Um, a, a little side note to this, the um, NFL draft order. Listen to this. The NFL draft order, if the season were to end today, that proverbial statement, it would be Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, and then at four, the New York Jets, at five, the New York Jets, at six, the New York Giants, at seven, the New York Giants, at eight, the Philadelphia Eagles, at nine, the Philadelphia Eagles. So if you're, you know, anywhere from one to nine, there's a good chance you're going to be either in New York or Philadelphia. <laughs> says a lot about our, you know, our teams here in the area. Well, what's funny is that earlier today I was looking up uh, on, oh, wait, no, maybe it was on a, see, now I can't remember. Oh, no, it was uh, uh, on, a, on an Eagles website. Some like Ryan Pickett uh, like ad popped up. And I was like, wait, what? So for those that don't know, he, Pickett is uh, one of the top-rated quarterbacks in the uh, draft this year. So someone bought ad space on a Eagles site to promote this guy or something. It was the weirdest thing. Is it like a, one of those name, image, and likeness ads or something? No, or? it was like a, like promoing the game or something like that, his, his upcoming game, I think. It was the weirdest thing. I like looked up. I was reading a, an Eagles article, and I looked up, and there's a, a, a picture of Pickett in a in a banner ad. <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah, I have no idea. He is playing. Uh, I guess he plays for Pitt, right? They're in yep. the ACC yep. championship game uh, this week. So they're playing against uh, Wake Wake Forest. Yeah, yeah. A rare miss by Clemson this year. Right. Right, good old uh, Dave Clawson and the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. John, there's a coral tie in there. Uh, Dave Clawson was Brian Jennings' roommate at Williams College. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. Did not know yes. that. Anyhow, enough with the coral folklore. Uh, all right, moving on to this week versus the Jets. Uh, Evan, the, Evan, the Giants fan, do you want to be a, you know, you're more than happy to stick around and talk about some, some Jets action, but uh, this is maybe the, the one team that is like equally as b- abysmal uh, as the Giants. 
And right now, the Eagles are heavy favorites going into this. Sure. Well, can I ask you a quick question? What What is your feeling? Isn't Minshew starting for you guys this Sunday? Is, is that rumor has it? Uh, uh, I, I think today, well, yeah, that's, you know, it could be Minshew madness, but Jalen Hurts came out today and said, I am good to go for Sunday. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, it is. It's a little crazy. Uh, you know, after that terrible loss last week, we're still six and a half point favorites over the Jets on the road. <laughs> on the road, which basically comes to like a 10 point spread, which is for NFL, that's, you know, that's basically like a 30 point spread in college football. With with a hurt quarterback on the road, um, uh, you know, it's it's a little crazy, but. I think you guys are going to blow them out. The Jets are so See, uh, but here, here's the catch, Evan, the Giants fan. That's what we thought about a week ago. <laughs> no, but come on. The Jets are terrible. I, again, uh, it's a, a, a copy replace or search and replace uh, Jets for Giants, and that's what we said a week ago. I'm having deja vu. Like, this is the same exact thing that Evan said last week. You guys are going to blow them out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? If I if I was to bet on football again, I would put money on the Eagles. I don't. They got to be pissed off the way they showed up. They're going right back to you know. They're like you said, John. They're hanging out at the Short Hills Mall right now, pissed off. <laughs> and I think they're just going to go in and stomp on the Jets. I I'm really interested to see like if the first play like Sirianni goes to uh, Raker. Oh God. <laughs> oh wow! Like, uh, but you know what? I wouldn't be. Some, uh, you know what? It's interesting. He does uh, Sirianni with good regularity. Will go back to the same guy who either just fumbled or dropped a pass. Like that's his thing. I think he's kind of a player's coach in that regard, and so he will dial up a play specific for that player just to kind of get it back in the groove. Which you know, philosophically, I get from a coach's standpoint. But I think Rager's kind of crossed into that. Uh, you know, arena where it's like, even in the short term and long term, that could do you more harm than good. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Sirianni does that with regularity, but this weekend he would have to do it with regularity. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, very clever. There we go. I like that. Dad jokes all that all night long here. Um, uh, so looking at like uh, some Jets rankings just across, just to kind of give the. Uh, uh, an idea of where they rank in just production in terms of offense. I'm just kind of going through. Uh, they're not good at anything, are they? <laughs> uh, their passing's not too bad. No, but that may, probably means they're like last in rushing. Which well, their passing's probably pro- yeah. They're, you say their passing's not that bad. Well, that's because they're probably passing to get back in the games. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. A lot of garbage time. And, and who who are they suiting up at quarterback this week? It's like a revolving door for the, for the Jets. Um, I think Zach Wilson, who this past week threw an interception off one of his players' helmets. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, no, they're giving up. They're giving up thirty points a game. <laughs> God. And scoring eighteen. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, their last five, they've, 
lost to Miami, which uh, Miami's actually rallying, uh, lost to Buffalo, and lost to Indianapolis, which reminds me, let me go back to the Wentz tracker real quick. Carson Wentz played, this is typical Carson Wentz. Um, he played Tom Brady. He had better numbers than Tom Brady, but his team lost. That is Carson Wentz in a nutshell, right? Has great numbers, but his team loses. Um, so anyway, back to the Jets game. Uh, sorry about that. I was uh, momentarily uh, disturbed by uh, Project Wyatt. Because uh, I'm the only person in the office this week, so Project Wyatt is uh, under my maintenance. So I apologize ahead of time. We can get into that at a later. On a later. Yeah, that, that could be another segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else? for? Well, let's see. Let's. Uh, you want to venture into around the NFL? Around the NFL. Around the NFL. What do you have for us, Evan? Anything? Okay. My, I just think it's been a zany year so far. I mean, how in the hell do the Texans knock off Tennessee? I think it was two weeks ago. I mean, so that's right. ridiculous. That's so it it goes to tell me, like, you know what? Yeah, on any given Sunday. But so, yeah, could the Jets knock off the yeah, Eagles? No. I highly doubt it, but hell, you never know. Yeah, no, I think it's we're at that point of the year where like all the teams that started off great in the beginning of the year, it's like they're regressing to the mean now, right? Like Dallas started off great and now they're seven and four, right? And so it's all about you can't, yeah, we're in this place of the season where you can't just look at the records and be like, oh, they're going to beat each other it's really who's playing the best best right now um but yeah um it's but still it's any given sunday or any given thursday night or 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 any <laughs> given monday night, monday night or, or saturday night. when the college football's done yeah now we're in december so any any given saturday yeah <laughs> any given day of the week pretty soon <laughs> I, I mean, I still think there's still that kind of huge divide between like the haves and the have-nots in the NFL right now. Like you just have teams that are just yeah. tremendous, and then there's just a huge void, and then there's a lot of teams that suck. Yeah, that is I, John. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Cliche number yeah. one. Oh maybe. yeah. Um, yeah, there. I mean, when you think about it, some of these franchises, are worth more than a billion dollars. And there's some really bad football teams out there. Um, you know, there's a bunch of, like, the Texans, the Jaguars are two and nine. Um, the Jets are three and eight. The Seahawks, yeah, the Seahawks, the Seahawks. are three and eight. The, the Lions are 0, 10 and one. The Bears are four and seven. Like, well, you, there's some. There are some bad teams. Well, even if you go go back to when you know a couple episodes ago, where you kind of look at it through the lens of market share, kind of what I was alluding to earlier, like L.A. Uh, the L.A. Rams, who are actually on a skid themselves right now, but all your major markets are having huge problems. You know, obviously both both New York teams blow. Philadelphia is struggling. Uh, you know. Houston's up there. That other team from Texas, who I won't mention their names, that's the kind of the, I think they're market four, but outside of it's really 
I honestly suck. To put it technically speaking. Hey, what? Yes, watch. Come on, watch. Oh, yes, language. this is a family oh, show. I'm sorry, everyone. Cool. Apologies. <laughs> Even though we brought right. a Giants fan on, um, you know. Hey, I haven't dropped one F, but I have my manners. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to really have to check you to see if you're really a Yeah, I, I, we, you have to show your driver's license to see if, uh, or your birth certificate to make sure you really are from New York, like you say you are. <laughs> you could just be a good right. actor with a good right. kind of New York accent and demeanor that you're, you know, faking. No, I listen. I, my mother, when I was a little kid, she's like, "What is with your mouth?" And I'm like, I just pointed at my father. And I'm like, "Watching giant games with him, mom." <laughs> That's where I'm learning all this so, bad language. So here's a question: Who do we want to lose? The Saints versus the Cowboys. Uh. I, you know, I'd have to go with. I'd rather see that team from Texas that's not Houston lose all the time. I'm that's just principle yeah. for me at this point. Yeah, totally. Agree. A, that, that was a trick question. We're fans of oh. the Eagles and any, te- any team that plays the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see what other around the uh, is it okay if we talk uh, college football for a second? Is, it, is that okay? Can sure. we talk um, Lincoln Riley's sure. uh, contract to go to play uh, co- <laughs> coach for um, uh, USC, your USC Trojans? Right. right. Yeah, I saw part of the contract. He gets a $6 million home in L.A. That'll get him a nice two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah, I would say that they're really shortchanging him. <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez. And probably in Watts, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's kind of yeah. ridiculous, um, the carousel that's going on. I saw that uh, Kelly leaving, he's getting, n- n- what, $95 million at LSU? Yeah. Well, here, Over 10 years? Here, wow. Here's the one that kind of cracked me up, uh, uh, going back to Lincoln Riley. USC is buying both of his homes in Norman <laughs> for half a million over asking. Well, my question is, I saw that too. It's like, why does he have two houses? Well, Did he just move? Yeah, or yeah no, or? I know. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, uh, oh, uh, and here's the other good one too. Unlimited use of the private jet 24-7 for family. So basically, Lincoln Riley's never flying, you know, commercial ever again. No. I mean, that's just no. bonkers. In fact, when, when, when he flies no. with the team to the games, he's going to be like, man... What are yeah, all these this, people out here for? This sucks, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? He's going to be like, hey, boys, I'll see you there. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's what, the, what they say, $110 million? Yeah, $110 million. Um, So yeah. here's one thing I hope they did, just to kind of put it in, you know, back, you know bring it back to the NFL. I would, you know, if I'm USC, I would say send me your uh, email and password for your work email address and let us comb through all your sent emails to make sure you don't have (laughs) any horribly inappropriate things in there that we'll have to kind of pull back on in two years because someone discovers that you used inappropriate language or just have just a bad, yeah. I mean, it's at that point where there's so much money that it wouldn't shock me if 
in order to sign this deal, their you know teams are asking, um, you know, coaching candidates or whatever to kind of comb their their uh, scent boxes. Yeah. It, okay. Okay, John. On that note, then is is Urban Meyer toast in the NFL? Oh, because of uh, what? Because yeah. of his video. Yeah, and well, and is is you know the fact that his team is awful. You know, it's uh, I think the 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 hailstorm has kind of passed. Um, so I, I think you know, and he I think he came out this week too and basically said he has no interest in going back to college. So which which tells me he's all in on on trying to make uh, Jacksonville work, which uh, you know. Uh, I, <laughs> Well, I'm, tr- I'm trying to like parse that statement, yeah. right? It's like, what's he trying to say back to team leadership through the media? The Jacksonville Jaguars or Jacksonville State? Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. No. Oh. Um, so I and I try to kind of make sense of that, and it, to me, it's like, is it a plea to say like it's basically saying like, please don't fire me? So you know, Evan, the Giants fan, you may be onto something in that like. You know, there's been rumblings that they're looking to let him go. Well, it, yeah. Also, but what's he going to say? Like, hey, you know, this is this is harder than what I thought. Like, I'm at. Yeah, he's going to say, yeah, I'm committed. So if he does get fired, like, you know, he gets his whole contract, right? Well, it's like one of those things. You know, when you work at a at a company and something goes, you know, someone does something wrong, and the they got to send out to the entire company. Hey, everyone in the company, don't uh, do X, which basically tells you everyone else in the company somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in this company, someone did something that they shouldn't have. And they're reminding the whole company that they shouldn't do this. So it's kind of the reverse of that. Right. He's trying to tell Jacksonville, please don't fire me. Right. Right. It's funny you say that. I was working at a company a couple of years ago, and one day it came into work, and there's an email. We need you to sign this, uh, uh, that you've read the sexual harassment policy, and um, that you understand it. And I'm like, okay, who did what? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Right. right. <laughs> like, they're trying to do it, like, retroactively to, you know, because... Somebody had done something. Let's just put it put it that way. But yeah, yeah, it, it happened to us too. At, at, at a one of the companies I worked for, we get the the email. Please avoid you know, uh, you know, replying back to basically internet trolls. You know, uh, on on the company's behalf. So obviously, everyone starts wondering. <laughs> all right, all right, who said what into who? And everyone just starts looking around. <laughs> Right, and, and we found out. Guilty. We found out who it was, and it's like because those like emails, yeah, they don't come out of nowhere. Just like you know, Urban Meyer's statement doesn't come out of nowhere. There's motivation for that. He got wind of something, so he's trying to put a little. You know, he's trying to cover his butt. Well, it's also like um, you know Kingsbury in Arizona, right? Uh, who was that? Adam Schefter put a tweet out that, oh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's in the running for the Oklahoma job. Well, it turns out Adam Schefter's like really good friends with Kingsbury's agent and uh, Kingsbury's on his last year of his contract with the Arizona Cardinals. And so he's, you know, uh, 
Uh, trying to get that bump. <laughs> right. Trying to get that. Yeah. Let's talk about the contract because there's some pressure here. Right. Yeah. 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 Project Wyatt agrees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone, Wyatt, uh, everyone in Colin land heard that. Is Project Wyatt uh, taking notes on negotiation skills? I know. Project Wyatt, are you taking notes? Uh, he just drooled a little. So I think that's a yes. <laughs> and he smiled. So I think, yeah, he's on the, yeah, he's taking care of business. Care of business. Um, so the, speaking of drooling, uh, should we move on to last week cleanup? Uh, yeah, let's talk about last week's cleanup. So, um, uh, you know, the, the big one I have was, uh, I was cautiously, cautiously optimistic. I am now cautiously pessimistic. I am now cautious, not even cautiously. I'm just pessimistic. Yep. Evan, uh, cautiously optimistic. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think it's it's the Jets is so bad. Listen, you guys lose to the Jets, then yeah, your season's completely toast. It's it's just downhill from there. So it is a must win, all in win for the Eagles of Philadelphia for sure. Because now now they're um, like, oh Jesus, we just lost to the heinous giants we can't lose to the hapless jets <laughs> um and the giants have uh miami this week how are you guys gonna fare there well we've got uh not good <laughs> not good yeah well miami is coming up to northern new jersey not new york um so you know, hopefully they'll be a little too cold. So, yeah, I mean, I get the Giants out of here in two weeks in LA, and I was kind of stoked to go to the game. And now I'm like, really, really? Do I do I would do I blow a bunch of money to go just just sit there and just shake my head at the how bad that team is? Because yeah, just beating the Eagles was like yeah. that really happened? No. <laughs> you know, that's what I, I am said so during the broadcast too. Uh, I was. Uh, really thinking about buying tickets to go to the uh, Eagles-Giants game last weekend. And as that game wore on, I was like, I am so glad I did not do that. <laughs> right? That's But that's where the Eagles get you. Like, they suck you in. Like, oh, maybe I'll drive up to the Midlands and, you know, see the game, get some tickets. Yeah, Have a pop or two in the stands and have a good old time. No. 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 Um. All right, we've cleaned things up there. Uh, oh, uh, one thing I uh, uh, last week's cleanup doesn't really pertain to our Wednesday show. For those that don't know, we do have a now a game day show, um, <laughs> which is <laughs> technically the uh, shit. I just lost my notes. What did I call it? I had a I had a cool name for it. Anyway. Extreme. Yeah, our our, our uh, game day extreme exuberant. Live show, yes. Like there that. you go. I I did I did say tonight's game, which the game is obviously was in the afternoon. So that's uh, the one major faux pas or mistake I made. It's ex- extreme exuberant, and next this next week it'll be new and improved. Yeah, new and improved with HD Doppler radar. Uh, you know, taking <laughs> care of the weather. Live team coverage. Live team coverage. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um. Unrelated topic of the week. Oh, Evan, do you have an unrelated topic of the week? This is your first chance at unrelated topic of the week. No, remember I had the James. Oh, Bond that's right. Uh, you did have a James trash that movie. Yeah, yeah, shitty right. movie. Um, 
I'm still looking to find out who's getting that $800 million check in St. Louis. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> right. And how does that, do they actually send you a check or like right. do you take it down there and to the bank and they're like, can you put your door on it? I mean, does it go to like, who exactly is getting $800 million? Are they dishing that out to the fans, to the ticket holders? You know that's not happening. And the, the teller's like, do you want that in big bills? <laughs> <laughs> Tens and twenties. How would you like that? Right. Right. So, yeah, still looking to see who's uh, getting that check. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, my they- unrelated topic of the week is um, <laughs> Ben Simmons is still not playing basketball. Yeah, and he's still technically on the Sixers. I, I mean, how long is this guy going to milk it? Uh, as long as he can. I, yeah, yeah, I agree I with you, Project Wyatt. I'm that's not a hard about it either. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I hope. I mean, yeah. I, I I thought that thing was going to be resolved a while ago, but it's still. Um, he's still working it, so who knows when? Whenever that's going to uh, happen. Um, I will also mention that um, my villain over wild one tonight beating the pen players. So it's another unrelated topic of the week. So my unrelated topic of the week is, uh, as we speak, completely unrelated, I'm changing a size three diaper on an infant. So, so that's, that's, John, that's my unrelated topic of the week. John is the ultimate multitasker. Yep. And kudos. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, due to cold weather. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's not pleased. Project Wyatt is not pleased. Uh, we yeah. have due to cold weather. We've gone to the undershirt, which adds an additional three snaps to the whole process. Which in uh, regular, you know, room light is no problem. But man, doing that at four in the morning is not easy. So f you snaps, <laughs> especially at four yeah, in the morning. Yeah, now, yeah. John the Eagles fan, did you send that the the Project Wide photo to uh, to Rick the Eagles fan? Uh, oh, I, I don't think I did actually. I don't think I did. All right. Um, I, I will share it because uh, uh, Evan, the Giants fan, was kind enough to. Where did you put everything? Oh, there it is. Sorry, I was talking to Project Wyatt. Um, a, uh, a a jersey for uh, said uh, Project Wyatt that had our last name on it. Yeah, I know. I found it. Right. Oh. So. A, a Giants jersey or an Eagles? No, jersey? he actually got an Eagles jersey. So oh, I, I, wow! Oh, I know better, Rick. <laughs> so, so my question to that would have went right right in the hopper with the dirty diaper. <laughs> exactly. So my question exactly. to Evan, the Giants fan, you must have paid cash, but because surely your credit card would have rejected that purchase, being a Giants fan purchasing a piece of uh, Philadelphia gear. No, I used your card. You didn't know that? Oh, oh that's why it went through. <laughs> did, did you use your, your Chase NFL Giants card to buy an Eagles uh, Right. No, no. <laughs> John has also figured out the algorithm uh, with uh, the NFL shop. Right, John? If you yep. lose, yep. it's what? Free shipping? 30%, uh, you get 30% off. If you win, it's 25% off. Uh, if you lose multiple games in a row... It's 30% off with free shipping. 
<laughs> they should. What they should do is, if you lose, they uh, they they send you a thing like, "This is where you return uh, your the merchandise if you'd like." Yeah. Uh, and just just to kind of close the loop on, sorry, just to close the loop on unrelated topic on my side, the uh, the exchange, the uh, the change in exchange went well, and he is happy again. So good. Project Wyatt is back, back to content. Um, another, I have a question on an unrelated topic of the week is were you Chad, were you in the bar with your buddy who you used to uh, use his NFL Sunday ticket? I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That, that would be <laughs> illegal and conspiracy to commit fraud across state lines. Um, and not only just across state lines, across country lines. Well, there's multiple layers to that because that technically was not a uh, international account, so I don't want to get other people in trouble. Um, he was using a uh, address that was not his. I'm sure the Murdoch family would not be happy to hear how he swindled them out of. Uh, he uh, allegedly may have uh, swindled him out of uh, money, but you know, uh, I cannot confirm nor deny, and I don't remember. Okay. I will not bring that topic up yep. ever again. What topic? <laughs> I don't know what your topic are you talking about. Um should we should we move on to man fail or fan mail? Uh yeah, I, due to uh, Project Wyatt going uh sideways uh this evening, there is there is no Project Man fail. Or sorry, <laughs> see you can see where my head is. There is no uh, uh man fail this week. Unless uh Evan, did you get any fan mail this week, by chance? Uh, unfortunately, no. Okay. Um, promo, John? Uh, oh, you know, that's a good call. Thank you very much, Rick. Um, so, yes, we are on every Wednesday, uh, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 uh, Eastern. Rick, what time is that in uh, Nashville? Uh, 7.30. And uh, for all those that, that should uh, tune in Sunday mornings, we run a 10-minute, fastest 10 minutes in, on, in the call-in app. Uh, a football preview of this week's uh, matchup. So half hour before uh, kickoff, the Eagles kickoff. We don't give a crap about when the Giants kick off. Uh, so, for instance, if uh, the Eagles kick off at 10.30 or 10 o'clock local your time, we will run at 9.30. And that means, what, uh, what 12.30 Eastern. 11, 11.30 11.30 Nashville. Thank you very much. Um, Eagles Life, Rick. Any you want to kick off some Eagles Life if you have any? Yeah, I'd like to talk for the next half hour about Merrill Reese, <laughs> the great. Do you, Do you have clips you can play for Evan, or Evan the Giants fan? Because I'm sure uh, love to hear some more Merrill. Sure, he would love those. Yeah. Um, no, I I do not. Um, yes, I think Eagles Life. Um, John, your father once again was absolutely delivered with Nick Sirianni. He said, <laughs> he mm. said, that guy is not engaged at all. He's just like walking up and down the sidelines like he's walking in the park. Why does he get into the game? <laughs> that's, a, that's a very bad thing to say. Um, my Eagles Life uh, segment this week uh, revolves around I'm trying to think of something. I don't have anything this week. Yep. Uh, uh, you, 
you have you have Project Wyatt this week. I have Project Wyatt and uh, uh, Project uh, I'll call it Project uh, Evan the Giants fan coming up next week. So we're uh, we're a little busy on uh, you know. Believe it or not, folks, this is not a full time job for me, uh, Evan, or or Rick. I don't know. I don't know if you can tell, but yeah, we have we have day jobs. What are you talking about, man? We're professional podcasters. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it, you're, you're not, getting paid? It's yeah. Not, it's not full-time, and it's not a job. Yep. We do it because we love it. Yes, exactly. So wait, when are the Eagles uh, – when, when do the uh, G-men venture down the freeway to uh, Philly Jam? Uh, let's take a look. Uh, the Eagles uh, play this week, and then they're off, and then they're home against Washington, and then home against the Giants. So the day after Christmas. There you go. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh. All right. The day after Christmas. Well, this, this uh, uh, you know, I'm going to any, – anything else for Eagles Life, folks? Or I was going to jump into final thoughts. No, I'm good. Uh, so my final thought of the week uh, is in regards to you, uh, Evan, the Giants fan. We've enjoyed having you on these past, uh, you know, three shows. Uh, you are more than welcome to come on on nine non-Giants, uh, you know, week uh, uh, shows. So hopefully you've enjoyed your time so far. I can guarantee that I'll be on if you guys lose to the Jets. <laughs> oh. For a fleeting moment, part of me was like, "Oh, maybe I should just root for the uh, the Jets to win." But uh, yeah, so no, but thank you so much. Yeah, I look forward to coming back uh, in December, and uh, it's been a blast, Challenge. So keep it going. Good stuff. Yes, yes, uh, Evan. Always a pleasure. And go Giants. Go beat up the Cowboys in a couple weeks for us. Yeah, go go get them, please. You got it. <laughs> if, you, if you guys don't win, I'm going to come down to your house and Dana Point and, and uh, you know, throw surfboards through your, uh, you know, your front window. You know, I did have one thing to add because I totally forgot to mention this last week was there was a bar when I was living up in Santa Monica called The Shack. And it was nothing, but it, it was like you had to be an Eagles fan. It wasn't, it wasn't for, um, the Sixers or the Flyers, it was strictly Eagle games on Sundays. And when I first moved there, my friend was like, hey, you got to come to a game. And I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? So, of course, I venture into the shack for an Eagles-Giants game. You can guarantee that was uh, – I've been there twice, one and done. You went into, like, enemy territory. Oh, yeah. And they knew within five minutes, like, because I didn't know the fight song – they were like, <laughs> that effing guy's a Giants fan. Get him out of here. I was like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? What am I doing here? So, But I think last time I checked, the shack was shut down due to cockroach infestation. So that sounds uh, fairly on brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I did hear that some Dallas fans got in there. So that's why they. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's a that's a wrap for this week. Um, we'll talk to you Sunday. All right, fans, relatives, and others. Kathy, adios. Yeah.
Fight Eagles Fight.